Hello. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Or not. Afternoon. <laughs> or good evening. <laughs> good. <laughs> it, it is morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Monday, which is uh, super fun. <laughs> is that a Pioneer Woman mug? It is. Oh, I love their stuff. I, I got um, like a set for Christmas, like the plates. Mm -hmm. And then like, I've just like gone insane. Yeah. So like I saw the plates and they were like, oh my God, it was like the hardest thing to find. Brandon found like one, like that must have been returned on Walmart. Like, mm -hmm. and then now they have them everywhere at our Walmart in Edson. But uh, like I bought extra plates, I got cups, I have pans, I have like little sauce dishes, I have like you went nuts. I did, I did. You have but to I go. <laughs> oh, the Walmart in Hinton has quite a bit. Yes, yes, that's where I did get some extra ones after mm -hmm. my first set. And then where else was I? In like Drayton Valley, they had a bunch too. Yeah, my mom and I were just in Hinton. And we stopped in at the Walmart and they had like a Pioneer Woman Dutch oven. Mm, like the yeah. little like, but it's like those old school like pots that are not, they're not like ceramic. It's like that tin almost. Yeah. Yeah. They had here too. And I saw it and do you know what? I just don't know what to do with it. So I didn't buy that. Cause I'm like, well, what do I cook in that? Like a casserole. But like, then I have casserole pans that I Get bought. Get rid of those. No, I just bought them. They're Pioneer Woman. Oh, <laughs> you do, I like, don't even. Know. I think you can do stew and stuff too. In in a a Dutch oven. Oh, okay, I should just look up recipes. Okay, I'll just go buy yeah. one too. I think it's, it's like it's like slow cooking or like similar. Oh, okay. Like you could do a roast. Like a roasting pan, almost like yeah, that. Yeah, you could do a roast. Like I think anything you could do in a crock pot. Oh, okay. In a Dutch oven. Okay. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Good to know. I'll go buy one. <laughs> so now, oh. if everyone doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> I'm sure you do. Pioneer Woman is just like the brand. There's a magazine too. There's a magazine. She's got clothes. She's got like everything. Mm -hmm. She's a the chef. Yeah. With a TV it's, show. It's just neat. And like, I find the colors are so interesting and just the, the floral, mm -hmm. I love it. So we're back today with <laughs> controversial topics part two, um, because there's so many, and then there were so many outside of the list that we had originally put out. So yeah. we figured it's only fair that we come back and finish it up for everyone. Because we talked so much, we couldn't get through it all. <laughs> Basically what it was. <laughs> this is not new. Um, <laughs> this is something that happens. It's called in-depth conversations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. And just, I mean, we have great chemistry, so. <laughs> We've heard that. We, yeah. <laughs> We've been told. Um <laughs> Yeah, we like to talk to each other. <laughs> Is that so bad? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, now that everyone's jealous of our relationship as well. Uh, 
I'm in a funny mood today, actually. It like definitely feels like a Monday. Mm, yeah. Oh, and it's raining. Oh, that I think that's what's throwing it off too. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of, oh not having, having no. rain. So it's kind of like it's weird. Well, and we the rain we have had has been like super brief. So yeah. this has been it's been raining since like yesterday. Yeah, and it's supposed to rain like all night too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know do I wear my rubber boots like I don't really I haven't worn my rubber boots like all summer and usually I have to Mm -hmm. same and I like wearing rubber boots I do too (laughs) okay (laughs) so why don't we start (laughs) with um public feeding so we asked everyone what they thought. So I think this was kind of transitional off of uh, breastfeeding and bottle feeding topic. So okay. it just kind of came up as another comment um, from a listener. So what about public feeding? So just meaning uh, breastfeeding in public. I don't think that would encompass like bottle feeding in public. This is just breastfeeding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to me, giver I don't know like I think it's more other people that are like uncomfortable with it like I it, as a new mom you do get a little bit uncomfortable and you try like covering up and like trying to be like respectful mm-hmm. but then honestly, like that's harder than just like whipping it out and like if you're gonna look then that's up to you <laughs> like I don't yeah. care I got I- Try covering up and like it makes baby hot it's uncomfortable it's weird that for me anyways it was like it was harder to like keep having that over than mm-hmm. to just pull it out and like even like hold a cloth up or something like position baby but I don't know like it's so like it should be just normal like it's been mm-hmm. for like how many years like thousands of years like that is how you feed a child it's it just is how you feed a child so like (laughs) I think I don't know I think that with like obviously evolution we've created like public spaces so like oh maybe something that's so natural that would just like happen anywhere anytime obviously we didn't exist or like us personally we weren't there so um I like I don't know (laughs) I don't know where we failed as a society, like to look at it and be like, Ooh, that should be like not in public. Yeah. Yeah. So when we asked the crowd, we had 73% with no problem and then 27% preferred privacy, but that doesn't mean that those 27% dislike public feeding when other people do it. It just means they personally would rather just be in private because obviously they may have had an experience where someone made them feel cringy for like feeding in public. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like sometimes like I would rather feed in public if you are in public. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you would. (laughs) Whip them out. (laughs) Uh, No, in private because like it is it's more comfortable for you and for baby you can take your time mm-hmm. and the public you almost feel more rushed and like are people looking but like 
I think I got past that. Like I don't care, but like some people, like it is, it is calmer. It's quieter. It's more, it's nicer in public. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like places in like malls and stuff now that actually do have like those feeding spots, feeding or nurturing stations for even just to like, we'll go warm up a bottle for baby. Like, have you ever like tried to feed a baby in public? They're like, where am I? Like, where am I? Like, oh, yeah. they don't want to eat. Like, so having a nice space like that. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I personally obviously don't have an opinion because I haven't experienced it um, yet. yet. I think it's interesting though, because for the last like year and a half with, with COVID, it's like there hasn't been so many public outings and I'm assuming a lot of like new moms missed out on like the experience of public feeding. Yeah. So that's also kind of crazy to me. Like when I think about that, I'm like, man, there wouldn't have even been like an opportunity, nor would they have probably wanted to just for safety sake, like to be Mm -hmm. hanging out somewhere to feed. Um, Or at least the number was significantly lower of like people public feeding because of just the situation. Um, But yeah, I don't have an opinion for myself and my preference, but I definitely don't care. Yeah. (laughs) like I I don't like see it and go ooh like get a room like that's a weird reaction I think to something supernatural so if you have a story I would love to hear it if someone like actually approached you like I never got approached like feeding like it's like mm-hmm. it makes people uncomfortable and they're like trying to like avert their eyes I feel <laughs> more so yeah than, I'm not looking at you like mm-hmm. but um I would love to hear if someone like actually approached you like and like what they said and what you yeah you did like and I never have no I don't even think I've ever witnessed that but I feel like it no. would have happened that yeah. seems like something that would happen yeah oh yeah I can see like definitely in, like bigger like city centers and stuff like that yeah oh that would be that'd be it'd be hard as a new mom too to handle that like, I don't even know how you would respond respectfully. <laughs> no, <laughs> You're like, uh, okay. <laughs> Let me just finish up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I inconvenienced you. Yeah, I'm just like in the middle of this. Just one sec. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what am I going to do? Like end abruptly? Like I'm, you're in the mid, like, just be like very weird. You're literally like, if you're breastfeeding, like baby, if they are second, they will like literally like just like pull. So yeah, no, just ending it. It's like, okay, just hold my baby then. please. Yeah. You, you feed (laughs) while they scream. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, it's good. I hope it's going like back in the other direction where it's just kind of like, not going to be taboo because I think for a little while it was slightly I think so too I wonder like when that all started is that more when like breast or bottle feeding became more commonly used I wonder if there was like a connection yeah like when did breastfeeding in public become like yucky <laughs> yeah unless unless we have it kind of backwards and potentially 
it was always breastfeeding in private. And then women started to say like, no, no, I'm going to go and breastfeed wherever I choose. Um, and then it's just transforming to get rid of like the stigma generally, generationally. Right. Hmm. I'm curious. Cause I think like, not to say that there aren't modest women today. It's just that modesty was something that was a little bit more highly regarded then. So even similar, like, um, I might wear an outfit and my entire bump is showing where, you know, even 50 years ago, a smock would have been preferred to not show a baby bump. So I think maybe modesty just has a lot to do with it. And again, not to say that women today are, are not modest or nasty, like just solely, um, like what's that called society? Like what's acceptable today? Yeah. And I think like women that for themselves and like for their children Mm -hmm. more, no, this is natural. I'm feeding my child. It's not sexual. It's not anything like that. Like I'm not doing anything wrong. No. And I think maybe women back then also knew that, but they weren't, um, given the same acceptable. Yeah. And they, they didn't have the same rights that we do. They just didn't. So, um, I think maybe that's what it is. I don't think maybe it was good at one point got yucky and now is good again. I think maybe it just kind of was never necessarily acceptable and we're making it acceptable. Yeah. Keep doing good. (laughs) Yeah. Keep that up. Let's just keep everything normal. Are pretty good with it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So the next topic, um, this one is so tough for everybody. Um, I think everyone has their own opinions, obviously, like everyone has experiences with this too. That's like either for themselves personally or with their children. So the next, uh, controversial parenting topic that came up from a listener was vaccines. So just if we would talk about vaccines, so the poll was vaccines are a choice that you make or doctor says I says so, so I do it. Okay. So it's kind of like you do it because just medically it's the right thing to do or you yourself, you get to evaluate. Yes, no, maybe this one, maybe not this one. Yeah. Um, it was very close. So 47% choice, 53% like medically do it. Um. Yeah. There's lots of levels because it's like, you could be completely against vaccinating. You can be somewhere where you're okay with some, maybe you research your own information. You choose to do some others. You're like, it's eradicated. Why would I do that? I mean, like ever, and then, or you're just like, yeah, I'll take them all. They've never hurt me. So yeah. Right. What do you think? Well, with Abby, I almost went to like the doctor. I don't want to say the doctor told me so. So I did it. I just think it was the right thing to do for, for us. Like, mm-hmm. again, I have any issues. I have them all. I've always had to be up to date. And she's a healthy baby, too. Like, mm-hmm. she was a healthy baby. Um, I've known friends that they went the... I'm going to like pick and choose which ones they did. Cause like mm-hmm. 
um, that are older and they know for sure, like they've seen the outcomes like long-term, the other ones are a little newer. So they wanted to wait for those. So I, I've kind of experienced, I don't wanna say experienced both because like I didn't make that choice, but I've been with friends who have made that choice. Mm -hmm. And I see their kids that are healthy and happy as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it, it's tough and I think, especially as, as a new parent, when you're in a blur almost to make those decisions sometimes could be really hard. Um, but for me, I, yeah, I had them all. So Abby came on, we didn't have any issues. And same with Brandon, like he didn't really, he was fine with it. And I think that's something you have to talk with your spouse about as well. Mm -hmm. Guys are both okay with all of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, like, I haven't had to vaccinate a child, so, like, mm -hmm. I don't really know. Um, I have friends who kind of are a little bit of both. Like, I have friends who pick and choose which ones they're okay with, and then I have friends who just get all of them. Yeah. Um, I think, like, because I wasn't born in Canada, I have, like, different vaccines, right. and yep. then I'm missing some that were, like, popular mm -hmm. here. So like a big example is like chicken pox. So I never had that vaccine and um, like the smallpox and what's it? I think smallpox is different than chickenpox vaccine. They have chickenpox vaccine now, but they didn't when we were kids. Yeah. So I got measles. <laughs> I had MMR done, like measles, mumps, rubella, oh, yeah. but I never had chickenpox. And when I was a kid... I think my brother had like a really mild case. My little brother, he was born in Canada. He got chicken pox like at school. Mm -hmm. They were really mild. And then myself and my older brother never got them from him. Hmm. But he was like in the house with us playing. So we just didn't <laughs> like get it. So I think like through other vaccines that we have, we were just uh, had some immunity to it. Yeah. Um, so today I'm like, okay, as an adult, I've never had it. My parents haven't had it. My brothers and sister, well, I don't have sisters, my brothers, <laughs> all my brothers and sisters out there. No, um, my brothers, well, my little brother had like that mild case. So he's immune now. And then my older brother never had it. It's just not something that like is happening to our family. Like genetically, we're not getting it yeah weird just we're immune to it from whatever yeah. else it is that we have so I just feel like it's almost become unnecessary in my mind like I've just yeah. kind of seen it not I don't know and then part of me is like chicken pox is such a normal thing for kids if like mm -hmm. my child got sick with chicken pox it'd kind of just be like okay well now you have immunity because yeah. your body knows what this is and it fought it off now so like is the vaccine necessary I don't know like I just am kind of like if I give the vaccine to them will they get chicken pox worse um I don't think so because it basically like I don't know when I had chicken pox if you had it once you're like done with it yeah and then but like Abby had the shot so I think she's just like immune to it like, or do you get it and you might get like a bump or something like very, like almost cold, like symptoms, I think. Mm -hmm. So again, like I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't really know. And, and that's also, 
just like <laughs> even like to research that stuff I don't understand it mm-hmm. so, mm, I don't know if I trust myself even to like make that choice and but it depends on the day because sometimes I'm like oh yeah yeah <laughs> I know I know everything I know <laughs> so like I know I'm definitely going to be doing some research myself I'll just look yeah. it all up, kind of read through, see what's there. Cause I know I have a lot of friends who have that opinion of like, well, it's been eradicated. So why would I yeah. get that vaccine? But then part of me is also like, okay, yes, it's been eradicated, but it has been because people are still being yeah. vaccinated and it's not able to like make its way back. So that's also part of the problem is like people have like a one-sided version of a lot of things. Yeah. So e, I don't know. I am like, I'm very cautious. I think as long as you're researching both sides mm-hmm. and like medically the sides of it, then I think you're fine. Like, but if you yeah. are being towards one side, you're going to find all that information that keeps you on that one side. Right. The only thing I think I would be a little bit more weary of would be like a vaccine for something I've never heard of in my life. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. there was like a name of a vaccine and I'd be like, what? Like, is that, do you know what I mean? Like, what is that? Like, if I was very like, what? No. <laughs> the nurses like have been like super great. Like they explain everything to you. Yeah. Like, as long as you're asking those questions to them too, like they're pretty open and honest. Like, yeah. So I guess we'll see. Cause I'll be like in the thick of it here. So <laughs> into the thick of it we'll have to I'll do an update (laughs) I'll be like hey everyone (laughs) these are the vaccines I ended up getting yeah Um, (laughs) so yeah yeah, I don't know and anything related to your kids is honestly hard like can you make the right decision can you make the wrong decision you don't know until later in life right like yeah and then that's something in the long term like for me, like when I went to college for, um, for early childhood, I had to be, all my vaccines had to be updated for me to go to school. Mm. So I had to, so if I, if my parents didn't vaccinate me as a child, I would have had to get them eventually. Cause that's the field I wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. So and like, like- but then that, that would have been my choice too later. But those were all like all the ones that you should have had as a child. Yes. Yeah. So depending on what kind of field you go into, you, you do have to get those as well. So there's a deeper question there that um, we won't get into. We won't get into that. No, but I will just mention it for anyone kind of wondering the, my plate, my mind just went to like um, vaccinating or not vaccinating based on religious belief. Mm. Um, So when schools mandate things like that, I wonder if that just is like a letter to the board because that's valid. Like, I'm sure it would be something like if it was based on religion or like medical, like something like that. Then, like, if you're going to have a reaction worse to the vaccine, then you're not going to get it, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I think that, oh yeah, I would probably be fine, and you would just like write a letter to the school or something, or who your doctor would, Mm -hmm. but yeah okay but I've never been in that situation so exactly I don't know if I I know um I went to school with someone who couldn't get vaccines because of an allergy that she had to certain proteins so um there's so many she can't get uh 
but I know that now they come out with like vegan versions so that it doesn't have like the same protein base because they're usually animal proteins um, or, or synthesized from animal proteins. And I know now there's like work and research being done for it to be like vegan plant-based, which is interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I just, my, my whole thing is like, how does the, how does it hold, you know, cause for so long you've put this in an animal protein because technically it's going into like an animal protein. Yeah. So is like a plant protein going to hold up the same way or yeah. attach the same way, I guess too. Scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find a scientist to talk to us. Um, <laughs> but okay. So that's anyway. good. Yeah. Vaccines are hard to talk about and I know the climate around vaccines right now is yucky. So we're not going to go there. Yeah. We're not going to dive much deeper. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So another parenting topic, <laughs> another parenting topic that uh, came out of uh, Instagram and our listeners is technology. So someone wrote in technology, I say limit until they are older. So this is often debated, obviously, um, how people feel about screen time and then like how old is the kid mm-hmm. and how much screen time are they getting? So the poll, 33% were like, yep, give her screens are great. And then 67% said, no way, not till the child is older. Um, again, though, this is like how old is older. I was going to say that. Yeah. So myself personally, I don't like it. I don't like screens. I think it's distracting for small kids, especially. I think they're just like developing. They're just getting to like know the world around them. And then to have this like screen, that's just basically turning them into like a zombie for the rest of the day, in my opinion, um, is like really not doing them any, it's doing them a big disservice because it's lighting pathways in the brain that could be, or stunting them that could be developing a different way. And I think children should be outside as much as possible. I think they should be playing using their imagination. If you're putting your child in front of a screen, there's no imagination happening there, I think. So that's just my opinion. And we didn't really grow up with screens either. Mm-hmm. Like, cause when we were in Poland as small kids, like zero to four, we had a black and white cube TV that had Saturday morning cartoons for an hour and that's it. Mm. So that's all we could get. Like, even <laughs> if we wanted it. And yeah. that was like the first few years of life. So I'm yeah. happy for that. Yeah. Um, And then I think probably around like six, seven, eight, we got into screens a bit more. Like I got my Game Boy when I was eight. And then like, you know, the computer started to be a big thing. MSN. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. But I, yeah. I totally agree. But I'm also going to throw in, I see the convenience and I have felt it like, giving your toddler a screen to put on to like get something done mm-hmm. it is being in because and honestly I'm guilty of it and I hate and I feel guilty 
do it. <laughs> I, I hate it so much, but, okay, I, but <laughs> I like have to get this done. And like you asking me 50 questions every five seconds does not help. Cause like one task with the toddler takes, that would take me two minutes will, will take 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I have that. I don't like hand it to her first thing in the morning. It's like, here you go. But it's like, if I'm cooking dinner, like if she's not helping, sometimes she does help. But if she's like, play with me and like, I, like I can't do three things at once. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I, every time I do it, I feel guilty. I don't think you should feel guilty though, because if you're monitoring how long and it is just like, you're at home, you're there, you're like, okay, here 30 minutes. I just need to do this. And then, you know, it's just going to like distract her for 30 minutes. Like, otherwise you're paying for like a sitter to be there while you're home because you're right. It becomes impossible, especially like busy toddlers. They're moving. They're like mobile. It, it is hard so I get it and I do see like it is so quiet and like like you said they are a zombie so I mm-hmm. see why for pe- like parents if they put it like and they get used to that like oh it's quiet I can just do all my own things and get it all done and they're just a zombie all day because like mm-hmm. they do not break focus Mm-mm. it's just god and then like if when I pull it away it is like a whole other child has like 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 a demon has come out yeah <laughs> like what yeah no but it is I, yeah, it's creepy almost like it yeah. is I think it becomes problematic when the child doesn't realize that it's like okay for a little bit yes this is okay but once you're like we decide we're done you're yeah. done and I know like the issues that I see, it's kind of like my mom had a really good example once um, she worked in a kindergarten classroom and a little boy came in, mom dropped him off and said, he focuses better if he's playing Mario Kart. So let me know if you want me to bring his games in. And my mom was like, pardon me, like focuses better on what? Yeah on the Mario Kart because like that's not the point of being at school (laughs) um so like things like that to me that's like a major red flag if yeah as a parent you find yourself using the words focus and better behavior and then it's in the same sentence as playing a video game or watching a movie that's a problem oh sorry yeah (laughs) it is but I'll give a good example in back in the day (laughs) my well I have memories of baby gates being up in the doorway of a bedroom okay yeah and then the toddlers in the bedroom confined to that space with like the things that are safe in that bedroom yeah just lock them in yeah you're just baby gated into your room for half an hour because I need to do something and I know you're safe. Mm, I don't Entertain know. yourself. But they're climbers. Um, and again, <laughs> if it's a safe room. Yeah. I like, feel like I don't have our rooms. Room. No, our rooms were very safe. Like yeah. we had almost no like, furniture in our yeah. rooms. We were like mattress on the floor family and just had like stuffies. I think the worst thing I could probably do is pull like a two foot shelf of books on myself. And then it's like, 
better try and climb out of these books before my mom comes in. Yeah, now I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but definitely if you have an unsafe room, don't do that. Yeah, and I think like, I don't want to say the standards of safety are higher now too, but we also have, like you said, we have a lot more stuff like Mm -hmm. Abby's room full of toys now mm-hmm. she's like I can leave her in there for a few minutes and stuff and I go in and check on her and stuff like that because she is at that age where I can trust her a little bit more like yes mm-hmm. maybe there's you know all over the floor or something like that or mm-hmm. her all head to toe but is that the worst thing probably not no so, and then I, if it's I guess you also like just I think sometimes we forget how much control we have. Mm. It's like, you literally can get rid of Play-Doh. Oh yeah. Right? Like, it's like, okay. Cause I had a friend who would mush Play-Doh into her carpet. And then I would like witness her mom, like, and her get into like scraps about like the Play-Doh being in the carpet. So like, I know that these things happen. <laughs> yeah carpet so I'm good <laughs> so like I'll pick it up <laughs> so like I guess if you're in that situation you have like carpet and then you have play-doh and you're afraid that just take the play-doh out of the room and put away <laughs> who were we talking about that one time where it was like someone had this suggestion where it was like or maybe I just saw this online somewhere but you have like messy play so like markers play-doh yeah. glitter crafts glue whatever is only allowed at like the kitchen table. Maybe we talked about that with Anna. Potentially, yes. I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, so that's what she does at home. Is she's yeah. got like messy stuff is, there's just a place for that. Yeah. And then the rest is like, you've got your puzzles, you've got books, you've got stuffed animals, but like yeah. the messy stuff is over here being like monitored. I really like that too because I feel like that's kind of more my parents it was like we don't trust you at all so like you don't get anything like this in your room I don't know why but like I started trusting her more (laughs) that's okay a little bit just like she's so I got her like this like little table like a kid's play table for in her room and then I'm like oh like this is great for like markers and stuff but it's in her room I can't see like as opposed to the kitchen table where I'm cooking and I can still see what she's doing so Mm -hmm. I need to reevaluate like the activities that go on there but it is like coloring or something and like I've said before she likes to color or paint on herself I paint in there by herself but marker crayons even like if they get dumped yeah not the world also but I know like now that I have a baby on the way I have like kind of it's the same as like a birth plan you have like the things you know that you should be doing and then whether or not you're actually able to like stick to that oh yeah it's hard right I, I know little eyes and then you're like oh you're just so sweet and I just love you so much like I'll trust you today. Exactly. And you and just like, like oil them. It's hard. Yeah. It is. Well, I can see it. I can see it. Like I can see it with my with my own mom and I'm 30. <laughs> and like my mom's thing is like no eating in her car. Yeah. Somehow I get away with it. <laughs> but it's okay, Valley. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true though. Like I can like any other person's kid, like, yep, yeah, I can follow the rules, like 
buy the book like perfect my own it's like oh no it's okay yeah whatever I mean (laughs) exactly and I think that then as parents like you know I guess what's kind of the best outcome and what you should do for your child so if in the back of your mind you're like hey screen time and I feel guilty and like I'm doing this you also acknowledge though and you're doing it consciously yeah I guess that's that's a win to pass that's a win in itself because you're not like blindly handing like phone or iPad every minute it's just kind of like okay I need to get this done here's this half hour show I have half an hour to do whatever this is fine and like yeah I hate it, but it's fine. And like, you're consciously like aware. I think that that's a way better situation to be in than to just be blindly like, okay, here's your phone. Like, for it, here you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would ask all day. Well, she doesn't really, but randomly if she walks by it and sees it, she's like, ooh. And then I'm like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> you're not watching videos. <laughs> I yeah. think it's, of it too and then for us as parents we are on our phones so they're mimicking that too right so I need to also be off my phone more Mm -hmm. so it's me Mm -hmm. hook up pick up that book Sarah that you've been half read for Mm -hmm. this last two months pick it up yeah that's been me lately because (laughs) through COVID it was so easy to just like okay, TV's on, it's 8 p.m., we're going to watch TV until midnight and then go to bed. Like, that is the worst, but there's just, there's nothing to do. You're in a slum, like, emotionally. Yeah. And that was just, like, the best thing for you at the time. And so, like, now I am not watching TV before bed because I've actually been getting better sleeps not doing that. Mm -hmm. I've finished reading a couple of the books I've been putting off. So it's just like, like you say, you just need to like, mo- or how would you say that? Like, like adjust, monitor? I'm not sure. No, like um, model, model, model. You're <laughs> modeling. <laughs> You're modeling. So then like now I'm thinking, okay, if I can like get into this routine for myself, I'm going to set myself up better. But if I continue yeah. to like watch TV and not read my book and not go to bed at a decent time, then I'm going to have issues where it's like, you know, your kid can hear you in the other room, like with the TV on. So yeah. Yeah. Technology is so. always going to be hard. And I think it'll just get harder. At, um, schools incorporated into more and more stuff and they're on it more, but hopefully maybe if they are on it at school, they are burnt out and don't want to be on it. <laughs> but it's what it will be. So I know like a lot of schools are adopting like now in kindergarten classrooms. I, I know here locally it's been different and they've kind of gone in the nature school like Montessori route, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but in Ontario, I know a lot of kindergarten classrooms are implementing having the smart board in the class um, and using the smart board, showing videos like. So oh. they're going a little on the, yeah. really? mm-hmm. wow. Um, I don't love that. And I, I think not no, a lot of teachers are not loving it. They're like looking at investing into iPads for learning for children. 
um, I don't think people realize like the whole iPad thing is part of the like inability to focus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the technology is part of that. Like your, your child would probably have a little better of a chance focusing if they didn't have the technology. Yeah. I think it like does the opposite though, like for viewing wise, because a parent sees them sitting there focusing on that. But really, they're not learning anything in that time and how to sit there patiently by themselves. Like they're not right. self doing that; they're just watching. Mm -hmm. Like they're that's, not like that's that's the problem. It yeah. looks like it's effective. Yeah, yeah but it's not. It's doing it's the opposite. Not. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. because it's your people just need to read about this. I'm gonna find a really good article to link that's like easy to read <laughs> because these are things that come up all the time. Yeah. And like, especially now, because it's hard to get away from technology and we're getting more and more into a place where it's hard to get away. Kids are getting phones earlier and earlier, um, as early as like six and seven now. So, which I couldn't get one until I could pay for it. Same. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's just becoming a problem because it's just so easy to access. So yeah. Well, well, I'll link some articles just because I think it's interesting. People should really read because yes, it looks like they're focused, but there's science behind that as to why it looks that way, but it's not necessarily yeah. doing it in like the most positive way for them. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> and off of technology, the last topic, oh wait, nope, second to last, but we'll go through this one pretty quickly because I don't think, yeah. I don't really have too heavy of an opinion. Um, I don't know about you. You might. Okay. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. So Sharon Ting. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't know what that is. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's like you're sharing everything on social media about your child. Like, like daily posts about like what you're doing, when you're doing it, like everything. You're just like oversharing. Yeah. I don't say oversharing. Maybe that's my opinion on it. That's my opinion. You are sharing a lot. So you're just posting your family or your child on social media a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's basically <laughs> starting at birth. <laughs> so like um, everybody posts or most people, if you have social media or you're on social media and many people do posts about like birthdays, mm -hmm. um, whatever, especially with like a baby, it's exciting. Milestones. So, milestones, yeah. yeah. It's almost like a memory book. Then if you have family on there, they can see it or like distant relatives or friends, whatever. That's kind of my opinion. That's how I see it. I'll update it when it's like, hey, I really want people to see this who know me. Um, but I don't have like daily updates, I guess. Yeah. So then sharenting would just be parenting through social media and sharing everything. Um, the debate rages on. So... <laughs> 70% said share, share, share. And 30% said I'd rather keep it private. My issue with share, share, share is that if you're making a daily post about your life and your kids or what they're up to, are you posting when Timmy has a tantrum and taking a picture at Walmart when he's on the floor bawling or are you only posting when you're making muffins together? The positive Timmy yeah. 
because social media makes everyone feel like they're not good enough. They see, you see everyone else's positivity. You're having a bad day. Your kids like on the loose, ready to destroy your life. And then people are like making muffins and my kids are the best. Yeah. That's where we forget when we see that it's like, this is just the prettiest side. They made muffins. They stirred and took that picture for one minute and then they were off making the mess. (laughs) So I, I, for one, I think the daily posting sharenting kind of thing, I think it's a little too much because it, it does give this like false sense to Mm -hmm. people and then people take things to heart. They see things, they compare themselves. We can't help it. We're human. Yes. What we do. It's like you see a post of Kendall Jenner in like her red carpet outfit and you're like, why don't I look like that? And then it's (laughs) like, you also don't have billions of dollars to get like a butt injection from your midsection every three months. So like you just don't have the money. Like, okay, Allie, relax. That's not your life. But like, these are the things we forget because social media is so accessible. And when we follow a celebrity or we follow someone who's like got this amazing life that we look up to, we forget. And we're like, why don't I have that? Or why am I not doing that? And it's like, because you are your story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, nothing exists beyond that like you're not no and no one's comparing like I don't even when's the last time you've ever like seen something or someone's post on social media and like actually sat there and been like I wish my life was like that like I it doesn't happen very often but I think it's not even like you're thinking of it but like while you're doing while you're like living life like while you're like parenting and stuff you're like like unconsciously like comparing that almost Mm -hmm. I think that like you're not like thinking of it in that moment like oh I wish I could do that Mm -hmm. but maybe back and you're making muffins with your kid who's screaming like I'm not stirring it let me crack the egg and then you drop it on the floor right like that's happening and you're like oh why can't you like just make these muffins with me and like that's like maybe what you're thinking of like comparing but at the same time would you not want to take a picture of that egg on the floor and be like this is my life yes I love those posts like honestly on TikTok like those mom like that like this is my real life like here's yeah here's my child screaming like I think they're they're hilarious oh, this makes me feel better and like normal, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But, and I, I want to say, I hope like people are getting towards that, like that they're seeing these like posts and like they're realizing they're not all real. And like, there is a bigger story to like, just mm-hmm. making things together. Like what else may have happened? But I, I guess that's to each his own, what they yeah. think. I think like, to me, I love looking at social media as like, this is funny. Cause it's like- <laughs> I know for myself, how many times did I like have to take a picture to get a picture that I wanted? Oh yeah. Then, then when I see someone's like perfect pose, like they're like on a log in front of like the mountains behind them and they're all like gorgeous and they've got their like toddlers, like smiling. I, it's like, 
show me your camera roll. I want to see the 60 photos that it took yeah. to take that. I want to see the screaming that happened in order to get your toddler to sit there nicely. I want to know what you told them you would buy them. Yes. <laughs> you only buy anything. Yeah. Like, it'll be like, you're going to get ice cream if you sit nice for this picture. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, okay. So like, I'm on to you. And I think it's hilarious. Like, I love it. I just think social media is such like a yeah. funny like way to just look at life. And it's like, life is not that serious. And like, yeah. no one's looking at your pictures about to recruit you for like the next top model fam jam. Okay. Like that's just not happening. So. <laughs> but I see like people posting their kids and like seeing them grow like even like friends yeah. I've had and I don't even like talk to anymore and like they post their their families or whatever I still do like seeing them like mm. so I yeah. do like that, but like when they're posting I'm not gonna lie every day I might unfollow you I'm yeah the, the every day is a yeah. little off-putting for me I'd say my favorite are the people who like post like one thing like they'll post like the oh look our baby was born here's jimmy he's a week old he's so great yeah and then they don't post again until like jimmy's third birthday and you're like is that the same kid like <laughs> they're never on social media it's like why are never. you why like why'd you come back why'd you come back like yeah <laughs> but i know a lot of people use it as like a memory book um they like to have like share which, way yeah I love it too I love seeing like monthly milestones because that stuff's interesting mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. I think that like children month to month change so much so it's yeah. like that first year I love seeing it like you day one and then comparing it to like month six and you're like that's not the same baby like they're <laughs> completely different <You're> cute <laughs> yeah so yeah, I think it's interesting, but it, yeah, the day-to-day, -day, like, my life is perfect, especially when it, in, when it comes off as having that tone, it's yes. really, it's really off-putting, too. Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know, I, I'm glad you're happy, I'm glad you're, like, you know, living such a happy life, like, whatever, to each their own, at the same time, like. Honestly, when I see that, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you okay? <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess it's kind of like they just want extra support. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe that is a thing. Like they, um, a lot of people will build their um, support systems online. Yeah, that's so true. if that's the case, right, maybe that daily post is like, okay, this is my support system and I just need to know I'm on the right track. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's Everyone, that's a heavy one differently I guess so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I definitely like I mean do your thing boo <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not gonna do that like I think I would love to just post um when everything goes wrong I think that I that'd be like the most fun it is fun yeah 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 so and it gives people a laugh yeah yeah and no one cares. No one's going to look at that and be like, wow, you're a bad parent. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not. There's egg on my floor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned it up, okay? Yeah. Anyways. Like, 
yeah anyway next next <laughs> homeschooling is our last topic yes I guess homeschooling versus mainstream school yeah yep honestly Nine. COVID I think changed everything and changed a lot of people's outlooks on school I don't know I don't know what I think I would just do like the regular school system for me mm -hmm. but it doubles as childcare. It does. And honestly, if you can homeschool, I think it's a lot of work. And if you have the patience and time and dedication to do that and like understanding of, of the time that it takes mm -hmm. and what it all entails, good for you if you can do that. But there's no wrong. And I guess trying both options too, mm -hmm. if it's for you. But for me personally, I don't, I don't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I like the idea of homeschooling. Um, I don't know that I could do it myself. Plus, I went to regular school and I remember and I just see the benefits of yeah. going off to school. Yeah. Um, but our poll agrees. 91% would send their kids back to school. 9% would choose homeschooling. And I guess this has a lot to do with just if you're able to homeschool. Um, yeah, a lot of people are just unable to do it. Like they might want to, but they just can't. Mm -hmm. That's all I have on that one. <laughs> I know I don't really have much of an opinion on that. I, like I, I think it's great. You, yeah, your <laughs> way. Yeah, getting education mm -hmm. and getting met that way. Then good for you. Well, and the thing too is like children who are like going into kindergarten grade one, maybe grade two, they aren't necessarily like there yet when it comes to making the decision like, oh, I'd rather go to school or I'd rather be homeschooled. So if you're homeschooling like young, let's say, and then like your kid turns an age all of a sudden where like they have met friends through extracurriculars that they would like to see outside of school or they're then they're like oh but they go to school like I'd like to go to school yeah then you kind of get into that like the next question would then be if you started homeschooling would you be okay transitioning into school mm -hmm. or vice versa if your child requested otherwise not doing well or they've learned especially like through all this homeschooling that they've had to do some have learned that they do better at home mm-hmm they just feel maybe they feel more supported at home or whatever yep. it might be. Um, yeah. So that to me is like, I think I, I would love to be able to like make that decision, but then it also depends on like what you're able to do. So as a parent, if you're, there's no way you can homeschool, then it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm either finding someone who can do the homeschooling with my child and paying them and paying them or they're staying in school. So I think it could get tough. Um, but I think being open and like listening to their thoughts on it and stuff and their reasonings if they are mm -hmm. old enough to places I think also if schools I don't know if schools do this now but if there was like a future where um schools were a little more flexible and maybe for certain uh, subjects it was like yeah you can have this like booklet this is the curriculum this is the booklet and you can self-learn the mm -hmm. booklet bring it back we'll grade you on it you'll have to do a test or whatever it was like um but you don't be in the classroom kind of thing okay yeah so say you're like in the classroom for half the day 
And then you go home for half a day and you have this like self-taught or self-guided learning. There was a middle school that did that like in Hamilton near where I live. And it was all um, at your own pace, self-taught. So you could run through, it was a middle school and a high school. You could run through like your booklets. That's what they just called them. You could be done all four years in two and a half. Oh, wow. As long as a teacher was okay with like grading you. Mm. So from those schools, you had like early entrance university students. Okay. Mm -hmm. As long as you can prove that like. You're competent. That and like socially and emotionally that you can handle being in a classroom with. Oh, yeah in a university right like it is a different skill set mm-hmm. well and there's tons of really mature 16 year olds so oh yeah and, and that would be like <laughs> yeah and that was yeah. like the earliest they were like but if you are sitting there and like teaching yourself all that stuff you're pretty mature like and you're able to fulfill all that that's that's a well, huge you're pretty would, disciplined uh, too you what like pretty disciplined oh yeah totally right yeah, I would not have been that at 16. <laughs> not me. <laughs> no. Good on yeah, you. I don't I don't know about me. Maybe some courses I'd be able to do on my own, like the ones that really interest me. Yeah. The rest I think I would need guidance. Just like yeah. math. I would be yeah. <laughs> no thing. As if I want to do math by myself. Yeah. I want to just hang out in my spare time and do math. I don't even understand half of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. No, but yeah, so I think you're right, though, with how things are or have been going. I think homeschooling, a lot of that will change. Yeah. Um, It might become like increasingly more popular to homeschool or have some sort of like combo program of like online learning, like you're in the school, but you're at home. Yeah. Yeah, I think gonna change over the next few years for mm-hmm. sure and then maybe even like people try it and then they don't like it and then come back or vice versa or whatever who knows exactly exactly yeah yeah anyway. if there are any topics that you would like us to talk about if there's something that we mentioned in this episode that you're interested in hearing a little bit more about or you'd like us to find someone to kind of talk to about it um, or if you want to talk to us about it on an episode, we don't know any scientists. <laughs> <laughs> if you know a scientist, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but our, uh, social media and, um, email address and phone number, it's all linked in the description. So if you'd like to get a hold of us after listening to this and you have some other topics or information or whatever it might be some insight maybe you lean more one way than the other in one of the topics we talked about love to hear from you Mm -hmm. um and other than that I hope it's not raining now when you're listening to this and you're having a better day than we are in this current moment (laughs) (laughs) we hope future you (laughs) It's not in a rainstorm. Listen to this on like Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> if it's when if it's Tuesday today, I'm sorry that you didn't get the memo to listen tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Too it's late. Too late. You'll have it's to just re-listen. <laughs> yeah. 
everybody. We hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.